0: Hello and welcome to Sarah's Simple Thoughts. I am your host, Sarah. I'm a life coach, and I help women to live their most confident, fun, best lives by developing internally so that they can be able to deal with the hustle and bustle of life and be able to grow and learn, but also do so in a peaceful way that helps their learning and growth and development. I am so happy to be here today. I am talking about something that has come up a lot with clients in the last few weeks. And typically these episodes do result from like, you know, what what's hot? Like what's coming on with uh, the topics in different coaching sessions? And this is one that has been coming up. So today we're going to be talking about dealing with people and situations that feel uh, frustrating and they feel... They just don't feel right. And there's some underlying things that happen with this um, that I want to talk about before I dive into like how to deal with these situations. Um, But I have heard over and over and over again, like, oh my gosh, like I'll be with a friend and she'll like start having this attitude that I have worked so hard to try to move away from. And then she exhibits it. And then I just feel really frustrated because now I'm going to be influenced by her. And this is a really, really common thing that I come across in coaching that I want to talk a little bit about because it is super understandable, right? Like especially, um, you know, here in these spaces, we are working really hard to develop it to our best selves and we're working really hard to just like be able to put our best foot forward all the time. And so when we see someone else exhibiting old behaviors or old mindsets that have damaged us in the past like no wonder we're super protective and we're super frustrated right this is this is normal this is natural to get kind of territorial over our uh spaces if you will because we have worked so hard in trying to develop ourselves and so i'm just going to throw out a few different things that have helped me that i've seen help others and there are lots of other things. So if you come up with any, please go ahead and email me and my team at sarahsimplethoughts at gmail.com or reach out on Instagram at Sarah Rebecca Consulting. And I would love to hear your thoughts on just this whole topic because it's such an intriguing one. Alrighty. righty. So the first step is that when we look at these these situations, you know, when we are feeling held back, when we feel like, oh my gosh, like I worked so hard and I'm being pulled in. What is the first thing we can do? Um, The first thing we can do is employ empathy and control annoyance. (laughs) I have to do this so often because I've noticed if I let a little bit of annoyance come in, I just... I just let it all in and if I can just control it at the beginning, I won't spiral as quickly Um, because I find that, you know, myself and several others of us can get very annoyed and very aggravated very, very quickly because we see, we associate these behaviors with harmful things and then we try to protect ourselves and then we look at that person and we're just like, oh my gosh, why are you in my territory? Why are you ripping apart everything that I've done? Why? Like, what? What did I ever do to you? And we feel really attacked. And so the first thing that I try to remember in these situations is that empathy really can help a lot. You know, when you look at that person and you think, huh, you know, their life experience is really different than mine um, they might not have the same experiences. They may not have had the same experiences for self-development and growth. They may not be focusing on those things as much as I am right now. So you know what? Like I am going to put myself in their shoes for a second and I'm going to see the world through their glasses and I'm going to see how that can help me in the situation. And by doing this, you can really control the annoyance. Now, if you've done this and you're still annoyed, I think the best next step is to try to control your own emotions, right? So in that moment, you know, you get super hyper fixated on what's happening and what this other person is saying. And especially if they're a different political ideology. And it it's it can be really difficult. It can be super, super difficult. And so, you know, just focusing on number one, let's breathe. Let's take a deep breath in. Let's take a deep breath out. Let's name three things that we're grateful for. Let's do some grounding work. Let's look around the room, find everything that is blue, find everything that is green. Okay, Just some really simple grounding techniques and then five in, five out, and just really try to control the annoyance. All right, the third thing that I want us to employ in these situations is the broken leg slash common cold analogy. I use this with my clients a lot, you know, it's it's this question of hey, is this person, does this person have the common cold flu COVID? Or do they just have a broken leg? Is this really impacting you as much as it should? And by should, I just mean, you know, like, are we are we going into our friend's house with like a full-on mask and hazmat suit when they just have a broken leg and they just need somebody to be there to heat up their chicken noodle soup for them, okay? So looking at these types of situations and saying, am I actually threatened? am I legitimately threatened? Yes, I am a firm advocate and believer that you are the average of the five people around you. We know this. Uh, I, I utilize this a lot with clients that are not in ideal spaces, like definitely, right? But if you're doing the work, for the most part, you have that resilience. And if that is your resilience, then Ultimately, right, if this person just has a broken leg and they just need empathy, then let's not treat it like the common cold. Let's not treat it like measles. Let's not treat it like COVID. Let's not treat it like something that can influence you, that will impact your internal systems, okay? The next thing is to enjoy the perspective. I know that it can be super difficult and that there are legitimate, harmful things that people employ out there. I'm not advocating that, you know, we enjoy racist, sexist, all those types of remarks, right? But things that are just different and are, you know, a little bit outside of our comfort zone, can we just enjoy the view for a second? Maybe this person has something that you feel attacks your value system or attacks your work that you've done to um, self-develop. But can we just take a step back and say, "Hmm, this is an interesting perspective and I want to appreciate it for what it is and give it the due diligence and give it the time and give it the respect that different ideologies do deserve so that you can ultimately not be a close-minded person, not employ just this comfort zone mentality, but really take into account what is this person saying and what could that mean and just really take the time and the non-biased approach to appreciate what they're saying. And then step five is to ask follow-up questions, ask sincere follow-up questions. of just like, so if you believe that, do you believe this? And not in a cross-examining way. I struggle with this. I really struggle and with my tone because <laughs> I'm like simultaneously grounding and like, you know, all of these other things. If you, if we can get to the point though, where we can ask sincere follow-up questions to really aid our learning, that's going to expand our perspective so much. And that is just such a positive thing and can help us in our own self-development and in our personal relationships. The sixth step, is it truly wrong? Is what they are saying truly wrong? Or are you just in the habit of being the morality police and policing what everyone says because you want everyone to believe just like you do. And you have this, this super strong ideology of what's wrong and what's right. And that's coming from your social group, your religious group, your family group, wherever it may be coming from. And you have your groups and each group has the ideology that you believe in. I want us to just take a step back. And stop employing these really logical tactics of just saying, Oh, well, that's wrong. And then if people ask, well, like, well, what, what do you think about that? I'd just be like, well, you know, it, it just is. And it's it's kind of the it's the dollar stops here logical fallacy of just like, well, well, it's wrong because climate change is happening. Like, yeah, totally, like, climate change could be happening, but like is are we just saying that it's happening without like more elucidation, without more detail, without more like, oh yeah, but like, I mean, climate change is happening because of this, this, and this. I can see how in this scenario, it could be less black and white though, right? That's a lot more healthy. Another common one is, oh, well, that's so wrong. Okay, why? Well, because of God okay, well, there's 14 different ways to interpret that scripture. So is it really, right? So this step is all about, is it truly wrong? Or are you just employing comfortability thinking, black and white thinking? Are you taking on a role of the morality police? Or is there nuance? Is there nuance in the belief? And are you using the dollar stops here fallacy, right? When in actuality, maybe god isn't a supporter of that and maybe it is climate change maybe it's not climate change like maybe there's more to it than your end-all be-all explanation i have to utilize this a lot right because i'm like oh my gosh well because of this and i have to stop myself and i have to be like okay sarah but like actually You know, is that actually what's happening or is there nuance here, right? Because there always is. I promise there always, always is. All right, number seven is boundaries and self care. There are legitimately harmful, painful, just irrespectful opinions and people out there. And if you find them in your life, And if you find that they are consistently damaging your mental health and causing anxiety and causing depression and causing multiple things after you have done the work, right? Because I'm going to talk about this in a second, but who we are, who we believe we are, the armor that we have may really impact us in these scenarios. But I want to take a minute and just say, if these are legitimately harmful and painful people and ideologies... You have every right, even if they are not, but they feel that way to you, you have every right always, anytime to take a step back, to say no to invitations, to not engage with certain people, to not have conversations, to not attend, like you don't have to. If you don't want to, that is the only reason you need is that you don't want to. And most commonly, I think this is going to be employed when they are just legitimately harmful, painful people and ideologies to be around. And that is completely valid. That is completely and totally valid. Now, I have a lot of people that come to me and they say, Oh, Sarah, I just, I don't know. I just feel really off around these people but i don't want to and i i feel like i can fix it on my side because i think it's all in my head and sometimes that's true and sometimes it's not and sometimes it's nuanced actually almost every time it's nuanced <laughs> but there it is very possible that like you are you're, you're kind of just like going you have like a hamster wheel going in your head when you're engaging with certain people and i find that the most common Um, cure for this is to look at where your self-worth is deriving. So for example, if you find that you are constantly feeling less than ideal around certain family members or certain friends or certain groups, look at yourself and say, okay, why do I feel this way? Oh, well, I feel like I should be doing what they're doing. And I feel like I should be saying but they're saying, I feel less popular and I feel less wealthy and I feel all of these things. And and I feel that they are looking at me and just like, oh my gosh, why is she here? And why does she have to who invited her when in actuality, maybe nobody is saying that and they love to have you there. And it's the insecurity and it's not knowing where your worth is coming from that is causing those types of things. So this is where I work with clients and we say, okay, self-worth. Where is it coming from right now? And where do we want it to come? And it's super common to be like, oh my gosh, well, if if I just like get another job and I'm more wealthy, then that'll fix all my problems because then I'll fit into the social group and I'll do all the things that they want to do. And like, it'll just work. And I won't have to worry about what they're saying behind my back. And I won't have to worry that they don't want me there. That's true. That's true. But after you get a better job, what are you going to start worrying about then? If the source, if the root can be fixed and the source and the root is your own self-worth and how you view yourself, then maybe that could be worked on, right? Instead of saying, oh, if I can just fix what I think everybody is thinking about me, maybe then I'll be okay. Maybe not, right? Maybe the way you think everyone is thinking about you is actually deriving from what you think about you. And we can start there. We can start with the person that's looking you back in the mirror and just say, okay, like I am enough because I am who I am, right? I am enough because of this. I am enough because I exist, right? And I do so many different exercises with my clients, right? So like the the way that we speak to ourselves is one of the most common things that I work with. I notice that people who have really low self-worth really don't speak to themselves very well and this expands and they get really insecure about the way other people view them because they have these voices in their head and so we say okay what compliments can we give you what strengths do you have as a person right another thing that i see quite often and i even see this in myself is that um people will try to work for approval they'll say oh my gosh it's it's okay that i'm insecure because you know what i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna I'm going to work on this thing and I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to get this extra degree and I'm going to contribute to this charity and I'm going to do all these things and thinking that, oh, if I can just do these things, if I can do these laundry lists, if I can achieve something, if I can accomplish something, that's where my worth is derived from. And so it's like this quick fix, right? It's like going into these situations, feeling bad about ourselves and then like being like, oh, but if I just do this extra thing, if I learn this thing, if I accomplish this thing, then I'll be okay. when actuality, you know what we don't have to be on this hamster wheel anymore. You can derive your own self-worth and your own ability to view yourself how they how you need to be viewed instead of thinking about whatever everyone else is thinking about you or what everyone else is viewing. that ultimately is how we're going to help ourselves in these situations is to not base our safety or our worth or our our view of ourselves based off of these situations but instead have an inherent sense of self-worth and then have the ability to employ empathy control our annoyance view the situation as what it is instead of what it could be is it a broken leg or is it covid um It will have the ability to enjoy the perspective because we won't be questioning ourselves or how we live our lives. We'll be enjoying the view that we're going on This hike with this person that it's pleasurable to us. We'll be able to ask follow up questions in a healthy, grounded way that's not attacking. We'll be able to really look at our worldviews in a healthy way and reassess consistently without feeling threatened. And we'll be able to set up boundaries and enact self care exactly when it needs to be enacted because we will have a positive view of ourselves. We will feel healthy. We will have a grounded sense of self-worth and that will make all the difference. I will see you next Friday and I hope until then you are able to enact some of these different tactics and methodologies and I am super excited to hear about how it goes. Please let me know again by reaching out to me and my team at sarahsimpletoughts at or the Instagram at Sarah Rebecca Consulting. Also, if you would like a one-off session, please go ahead and click the link in the show notes. Let's schedule a session. Let's see where you're at and let's go ahead and make some much needed changes in your life. I know I my life is always in need of a tune-up and I love my sessions with my coaches. So if you are in need, please don't hesitate and we can get started today. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to you next time. Thank you.